This is the Starting Five podcast back with another show featuring TV and sports with Mo. We are going to talk Big Brother, NBA trades, and the 2016 NBA draft. This will probably be the last podcast of the week before the Canada Day weekend, so everyone party hard, but do it safe. With what's been going on recently, uh, we all need to look out for each other, so... My Canadian people, enjoy the weekend, and let's get down to business. Hit it! This is the starting five. If you don't know, now you know. So this is a mixture of the sports and TV podcast. We're going to be doing uh, Big Brother Talk. Big Brother Talk. This is it's it's a it's a show that keeps us occupied when there's there's no basketball to talk about. There's no basketball. There's no football. Uh, you know this shit is going to be the Olympics, but whatever you know. Mm-hmm. There's only a few sports you actually care about in like the Olympics. That's like track and field. Yeah, you know, I watch baseball in October. Yeah, but when it matters. It's big brother, man. It's summer. It's, it's that shit that you know you just come Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Sunday. I fucking hate those split though, but whatever. I guess because you know I have eviction or or whatever it is. But this year seems alright. Uh, this is a show that God, four years now I've been watching. Four, five, like five years. No, it might, it might just be. Shit, no. Five. I watched it since grade eleven. Okay. I've been watching this for a while, okay, and I, yeah. I watched it by accident. Yeah. I watched this show by accident one summer, and I just got hooked ever since. Well, yeah, so it, it, it's 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 that more of that that gambling view thing where you're like, oh, I hope that person, oh, that person's gonna be out for sure, but they're not, or that person's in safe. I just like and all you the. Just dis- like the people, how they play, uh, you, you see how they play games. The time it's the deception that I love it's the mind games and just the uh, that go into trying to win huh a lot of them are so bad at it and then they're out by week three but this week this season of Big Brother is uh, bringing back some old competitors. Yo, my homie James. James, I'm happy James. Yo, I love James. I love uh, what's the what's the Devon, yeah, she 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 was yeah, she Devon, was yo, she yo, she yo, I, she was so real last year, man. She was the, this, when she was leaving, I was sad. You know, you like that sassy black person. Right? <laughs> I fucking love her. Uh, Frank, oh, Frank from season Frank, fourteen. Oh, In his season, I I think he was going out like his rival was a guy that I liked or a group that I liked, so I couldn't appreciate him. I kind of wanted him out at that time, but now that I think back to that season, he every time they try to put him out, he would just win competitions. Yeah, yeah, I didn't recognize him at first. With that well, there, yeah. <laughs> 
Nicole. Uh, is back. She went pretty far the last time. Yeah, who was running the show? Who was that? What was that season? Who who's running the show? Oh, that was Dan. Oh shit, yeah, the Dan season. Derek still had the best Big what Brother season. Ever? That wasn't Derek's season. Derek's season, I think, was last or two seasons ago. Um, Dan was a while back, but yeah. But what was three seasons ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so the returners are back, and uh, I do. It was said in the show, but I also want to give a, a special recognition to James, who went pretty far in the game last year and is doing this for a second straight summer. I fucking <laughs> That's insane. Like that. That's insane. You are so stupid. <laughs> he keeps the show light and fun. He, he he keeps everything pretty entertaining, and he's not like one of these drama people like he doesn't even backstab people he doesn't start any drama he just plays his game if i oh we need to get this person out all right i'll win the competition or i'll come in second or something like that he doesn't he doesn't go behind people's backs he just he's himself and he still wins and that's why i like him there's of course the four returning people this season and uh the newbies what's up oh that was there Oh shit! Okay, so that was Derek's season. Yeah. yeah. That that was the best season of Big Brother. Uh, he just killed it yeah. from beginning to end. Uh, anyone like that this year? Anyone like that this year? No. There, there's no criminal masterminds in the, in, the, in this gene pool. The problem with these newbies too is that, especially guys like Paul, who just came in with the mindset like the newbies, the old, the returners got to go. The returners got to go. Smart players would know that, hey, these are guys who've played this game before. They know what they're doing. I should probably align myself with them, not run and try to get them out of the game. But him and Jose are, are on the warpath trying you to know, get these guys out. Him and Jose were negative at the motherfucking first second. Like, you're like, fuck you bitches. We'll take them out. No, it's not a smart, it's not a smart know, plan. Loud people get capped quick. I always say that. Oh, Vanessa's sister. Vanessa from Vanessa's last season's sister. She can't even hide that. She looks exactly like Vanessa. <laughs> no, no, not even the hiding part. She's still, she is still technically hiding now. Technically, there's I a few people who know, but... There's a few, no, there's a few, there's a few, there's a few already that kind of have the idea of they're, they're about to open up their mouth. Davon picked that out the second she saw her. I, I knew Davon would pick that out the second she saw her. <laughs> you know, she wasn't beef. No, but Tiffany's playing smart. You know, she's just keeping them low key. And you know? aligning herself with the returners. She's technically the oldest one to ever say right now. Yeah. And she's smart, man. She's playing the game. You know who I thought was going to get a hit to? This was my hit squad with the first, <laughs> first week when I saw them. Hit squad, Paul, Tiffany, Victor. Victor isn't really loud, he's just, he looks like he's a good physical competitor, no, so. This was before, this was before Dave Frank James and Nicole came in. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, he, he, he looks like yeah. a big guy, so if you think, okay, he's a big, strong guy, 
he's probably going to kill physical competitions and guys like those are always targets as well. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I thought I thought he'd be a target too, but no, the people who are smart are people that I don't even know are in the house right now. Um, like <laughs> if I don't know your name, I don't Bridget. even know you're on the show. You're you're playing Bridget the game well. I don't know. Yeah. Those are the smart people. You, you keep quiet for six weeks. Because of Davon's strong personality, I forgot that Zakiya was here. When I saw her, I was like, there she is. She tells me my question. Yeah. And after Davon came, I was like, Zakiya. I don't think any of these guys are really going to run the game. You like that twist? I like how the pool is smaller. I like how the pool is literally eight people. Yeah. I hate the whole 12 people because you know how it is. I honestly think they're going to break up this twist thing in like week four. No, it's going to be around like halfway in. Not, like not even halfway. They're going to do it pretty soon. They always do this where they have like a team or like a partner thing and then like three, four weeks in they just break it up. It's like, all right, everyone back to playing individually. The eight pack. Oh, it's that, it's that chick who kind of looks like Nicole. Oh, did you already say Zakia's in it? Yeah. Well, uh, Zakia's in it. I, I, that's a strong group. That's a smart group. You have four of the returners and four of the newbies. Those four newbies are smart. You align yourselves because the returner players—they're loyal. They're always going to be loyal because they know that loyalty matters up until like week ten. Yeah, in like week two. But she seems like she's loyal. She seems like she's going to stick with you unless you do shit to her and then it's fuck you. But, uh... The tall, the tall baseball guy? Yeah. Uh, he, he, he just kind of seems like a... I think he's actually playing pretty smart. Yeah, I think Corey is playing the game smart. He, he's not trying to rock too many boats. He's not trying to win too much. He won one competition, I think, already. But uh, yeah, he's playing it smart. The BB roadkill thing, yeah. Yeah, he wins. He wins. He's the winner. He, he, he definitely wins. But you know what I don't like? That I don't know what I want to happen, but it's not going to happen. Uh, the one girl, uh, the last girl, she was the one in the shower when they made the eight pack, right? Which, the math girl? She made her own, like, girl alliance. No, that's bullshit. That's that's stupid. That's going to go. That's not that's irrelevant. <laughs> You need a group of four at least. At least you need a group of four to have the numbers.
that I want to see work together. They're kind of already yeah. working together. I mean, I wanted the four returners. Uh, Pauly. I like Pauly. Cody's, Cody's brother from the uh, other season. I need, I need a Pauly, too. And I don't, I don't want Tiffany, man. Truthfully, you know who I really wanted? I, I'm starting to forget really the want, people. I really, I, no, I really wanted Victor in the game. I want another strong person. I want He'd be good only because he'd, he'd constantly be a target and he'd keep the target off the other five yeah. guys. Yeah. But I don't know if I could trust Victor. Like, these guys are actually really stupid. Like, Victor was telling uh, Nicole all the plans about how the newbies are coming after them. And then Jose was, like, telling his entire eviction plans to Davon. Like, these guys are really yeah. stupid. <laughs> but now on the blo- on the eviction block this week is Paul, Paulie, and uh, Jose. Out of those three, I, there's two of them who we know already that we really don't like. Out of the two, you think Jose's staying? I honestly think Paul's gone. I think people in the house like Jose a little bit. The, the newbies like Jose a little bit more than Paul. I think Paul's a little. I think he's a little too headstrong. He talks shit, talk but I think shit. I think he'll be able to charm himself some votes. No, I think Paul's gonna play the I'm, I'm young, I'm brash, I apologize kind of bullshit. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. I, I'm I'm hoping it's uh out of the both of them I really want I think I want Paul gone. I don't like I Paul. Want, I don't care. Like the two that I want an up or up, so I don't really yeah. I want Paul or Jose. Next week I want Corey gone. You want Corey gone next week? That's true. I don't like Russia and the United States. I like two yeah. powers. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Jose can't leave Bronte, whatever, a Bridget, you know what I mean? Glenn is gone, but Natalie, you know. Jose can't hold them. I think Paul can hold down the movie. And maybe steal Zakia away. Maybe steal, you know what I mean, Tiffany away. I think Paul can do it. You think he's he's the he's the bigger criminal mastermind in this in this guy? You said that Paul has the ability to uh, hold a squad together. I think Paul has the potential to destroy a squad, too. No, but he has to do it. Look, look at what you're doing. Once you have the eight pack, once you have the Bridget, okay? That student. Yeah. All right? The math girl. CIA. <laughs> you have Michelle. Who the hell is Michelle? The one who looks like like yeah. Nicole. Okay, okay. You have Victor, and I could just see him being too headstrong and just pissing a lot of his group no. members off. But you think Jose? You think Jose is gonna try to like only one of them to leave? All the rest of them are gonna leave. No. Oh, Paul's aggressive enough that the girls are gonna follow. Maybe. Paul's talking to Victor and be like, "My G." We're losing. And talk to me like, you know, Tiffany, look, you're the messer. <laughs> you're the messer. Right? Guess what? After eight, you know you have a target. Uh, we got to see Tiffany. I don't know if she's playing smart or maybe she's just not. No, but look, look, look. It doesn't matter if they're playing smart. After eight times, she's the weakest way. She could be. I don't think she's as fierce as her sister. Her sister no, was a smart player. Not personal. Look. That's going to matter. 
I'm interested to see what happens next week. Uh, I, I, wanna... keep Paul, I keep Paul. I want Paul to survive just so he can hold the other side of the house. Okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. Of the house. I, I, I don't think he can. I think I think he has more destructive potential than leadership potential. I really just don't like Paul at all. He's too loud. Uh, loud, pe- loud people don't survive. No, they don't, but you need loud sometimes. Sometimes, but they become targets and then, you know, they, they get kicked out. I think so. I want Polly. Out of all the newbies, I'd want Polly to win. Nicole is whack. Her, her team is whack. She's a follower. She is. I don't think her social game is that great, but she's able to win the competition she needs to. Um, Frank's going to get hit by somebody. Frank's going to be betrayed. I think he will. Frank's always Frank betrayed. Can, you know, I see Polly as someone that can get it. Maybe one of the girls. Maybe a I think Paul. Yeah, Paul will definitely go far. I think it's who he brings along with him will decide if he actually can win. Yeah, we're gonna I'm hoping for Paul. He's hoping for Jose. We'll see on Wednesday night who gets yeah. kicked out second because uh, Glenn was kicked out the first episode, so the second yeah. eviction of the summer. do a little bit of the NBA trades that have gone on so far in the NBA. I just said NBA twice. The first big trade that will shake up the NBA and change the fortunes of all franchises. Cameron Baristow traded to the Detroit Pistons for a second round pick. Look out Cleveland. The next trade was Jeff Teague, the three team deal between Jeff Teague George Hill and the 12th pick, which turned out to be Tareen Prince. I, I, I thought it was good to have Paul and Jeff T together. Teague, an all-star point guard, he'll push the break. It, it'll be good for him. I think. Yeah, uh, you know, I think they definitely won that deal. Um, you usually can't say who won a deal until the deal is done. The deal is actually done because they traded it for a 12th pick, and now the 12th pick is Tareen Prince. A rookie, uh, who, I think he'll be an okay role player for his career, but nothing special. So pretty much it was Jeff Teague traded to the uh, Pacers. The Pacers gave up George Hill to the Jazz, and the Jazz gave up Tareen Prince to the uh, Hawks. So I, I definitely think the, pa- the, the Pacers won that deal. I, I'd also say the loser is maybe at uh, Utah, not even Atlanta. They have like too many point guards now in uh, Utah. You have Raul Neto, Trey Burke, 
George Hill and Dante Exum coming back. I think Trey Burke is getting traded now. I think now that you have all these guards, you got to trade one of them, and I think Trey Burke is the, the highest one with trade value out of all of them. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's the first domino that drops. Yeah, it hasn't done much. That, that was a, the first big trade of the uh, NBA offseason. The next trade is probably the biggest trade of the NBA offseason. The Chicago Bulls sent Derrick Rose, Justin Hamilton, and a second-round pick to the New York Knicks for Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon's corpse, and Jerry and Grant. So, yeah, I, I I had heard about the trade and I texted you right away, and I, I you know I, I wanted to hear your reaction to it. And at first, I was excited, you know, I was like, oh wow, Derek is going to New York, he's having another shot. After a couple of days of reflection, I'm I'm, I'm out on the trade. I'm out of that loco. This is, it's it's being said now, but this is such a New York Knicks move to get a guy that you wanted four or five years ago. What is the history of New York? Actually, like I'm just trying to think of one New York player that they got through trade or free agency that actually did well, retired as a Nick and like had a great career as a Nick. It's never happened. It's always ended horribly. I just, I still think it's gonna work out well. There's like No, not since like the Chauncey Billups AI days, but Carmelo's a guy who doesn't even really need a great point guard. Yeah. There's the big talk that Kevin Durant is coming to the Knicks, or Phil Jackson is trying to woo Kevin Durant to the Knicks. It'll be a conference final too. Um, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, I think if if they get Dwight Howard instead, like if they if Kevin Durant just goes back and they have to settle on Dwight, that is the final nail in Derrick Rose's career. Like. I, you cannot bring Dwight Howard to that team. That would just be the perfect Knicks team of just crap you don't want anymore. I, I really and I really don't want to see Dwight there. My favorite trade so far is Ibaka, Victor Oladipo, Orlando Magic, OKC, Dwight Howard, Derrick Rose, and Kevin Durant. I had to like rewind the draft when I was watching that because they, they announced that trade so nonchalantly. I'm like, this is a fucking big trade. Yeah, it works out either way. I think it's going to yeah. be great for Oladipo. He's always been a guy who feeds off of crowds in big games when he was at Indiana. I know exactly when they liked him. When? Okay, see Orlando. Oh, that game, yeah. That game where uh, he gets the clutch shot. Westbrook gets a clutch shot. He wins the game tired and second overtime. overtime. Then Russell hits that game at half-court shot, second overtime. That was the best game of the year for me. That was I think that's what they're like, yo. It's a good finish. He can play. Yeah, he, I think he'd do really well in the Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, the 
I also think, because he said that when he got drafted, the one thing is I like to come in and outwork everybody. I think he's going to go and do that same kind of thing in Oklahoma City, and Russell Westbrook's going to be like, oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. Russell's going to feed off of a guy like that, and it's going to be good for both of them. So I think that's a great you think, trade. You think, you think Russell wants to play basketball? I, I do. Talk about yes. Yes. You think a guy with that much ego and that much a ta- talent and ability wants to be playing with another guy who's a little bit better than him? He wants to be the guy. A guy with that much confidence in himself always wants to be the guy. He wants to be the guy in Oklahoma City. So who do you think would be the best trade in the NBA season so far? I'd say Oklahoma City. Uh, you're able to get a young guy who can fill the Dion Waiters role because now you can just let Dion walk. You don't even need to resign him. He can fill that role. He can, uh, he'll can. he be one of the most hustle players out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ibaka, this magic Ibaka trade, I don't really get that. It's a one-year rental for a guy who's going to leave your team anyway. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say maybe, hey, the Chicago Bulls didn't do a bad job. I think it, they're clearly trying to start the rebuild. And I believe in blowing up the house and every room in it. Like, you don't leave the kitchen if you're blowing up the house. Like, you got to blow it all up. So, Joachim Noah is leaving. And I've heard the Wizards are offering him a five-year, $120 million contract. Like, if that's the cap money that's floating around, this is going to be ridiculous. Well, he's getting older. And I didn't understand that sign either. I thought that Gortat deal was horrible. I'm like, you're going to regret that deal in three years when he's like 35 and making $15 million. Um, Not really when they're fucking joking Noah's bad ankles, $29 million. If, if. That they had apparently reported that they were offering him, but then there was some talk that they'd taken off the table. Yeah, the Wizards are garbage. I don't care what the fuck was. They're going to get rid of Noah. Pau Gasol opted out. Traded Derrick Rose. And then they've, they've shopped Jimmy Butler actively. Yeah. And then they've both yeah. fizzled out. So clearly they're trying to rebuild. They're, they're not looking, which I think is smart because in this upcoming draft, it's supposed to be like three franchise players. So I think it's smart. Tank, trade Jimmy Butler, blow up the entire house. And, you know, I think the Bulls can actually get their rebuild started pretty quick. So I, I like what Oklahoma City did. And uh, if it's their plan, which it seems like it is, I'm not minding what Chicago did. I'm not ready to hand New York a win until I see Derrick Rose play. And the only thing uh, about Derrick Rose that I'd say works in his favor, he's on a contract year. This is when he has to... This is, this is his big... Probably the biggest contract of his career. The cap has gone up. Money's, money's flowing everywhere. And... This is probably going to be his prime contract because after this one, he'll be like 33, 34, and he'll have no legs. He'll lose a step, and he'll be a point guard who can't shoot, not really a defender, not really a setup guy, and he would have lost the one thing he does well. What the hell is his use after three, four years? So he knows that he has to make his money. So I think that's the one thing for you New York fans to look forward to. Derrick Rose in a contract year trying to go ape shit. But I'm not ready to hand New York the win in terms of that trade yet. Okay. Uh, my big question about Derrick Rose, I had heard somewhere, I can't remember where, someone had asked, is Derrick Rose going to be the first MVP to not make the Hall of Fame? Is it? Yes. Is it? 
The man yeah. missed three years of basketball. As a professional athlete, you can't really take a three-year break from your profession and just come back and expect to go back to that great level. Again, the New York Knicks do not have a great history of, of, revi of revival projects. It's where people go to watch their careers erode and die. So, good luck, Derek Rose. Good luck. The last trade was Thad Young got traded to the Pacers, and the Pacers now have a fucking squad. They do. I think they're going to be a top three seed, depending on what happens to New York. Yeah, depending on, on New York, I think the Pacers are going to be a top three seed. Who's Miami have? Unless they sign someone big in the offseason. You're not... There's not a whole lot to find. I mean, there's there's who? Al Horford. Kevin Durant isn't leaving, so I'm taking him off the table. Dwight Howard. Powell. Anything can happen, yes. Yes. Pat, Anything is possible. Pat Riley does this where he just goes out and gets people. It's, so. it's free agency. Anything is possible. It's Actually, very true. anything. It's very true. There was one big thing I saw on NBA Reddit. There was a there was a player who anonymously said that there was five teams that he's interested in going in going to. The Spurs were number one and Toronto was number two. That's what I was thinking. That was that's exactly who I was thinking. That's the first person I was thinking of. Horford Valanciunas. We would have a freaking squad because it makes sense. There was all those trade rumors like three years ago of, of Horford to the Spurs. He'd be perfect for the Spurs. I think he goes there if Tim Duncan retires. If that doesn't happen, Tim comes back. I think he might come to Toronto. He's better than Bosch, really? Yeah, Alfred's pretty good. He's good. I just don't think he's better than Bosch right now in his career. Alfred's pretty good. He's good. He'd be, he'd be really good for us. He'd fill the four position that we've needed to be filled since Bosch left. So, I'd be excited about that. I, I really... Oh, no, DeMar's not leaving. He's not leaving. See, that was its something I'll talk about in the draft, but the reports are that he's, he said, I'm not talking to any other team but Toronto. And then the reports like a day after came out that Toronto is going to, oh my God, I almost cried. Toronto is going to offer him a five-year, $153 fucking million dollar contract. This man will be making $30 million a year. Thirty. It's Lance Stevenson. <laughs> That's so true. It could be someone completely just irrelevant. Uh, I think it's Powell too. Powell, Powell is my second guy who I thought it could be. You know, I wanted Powell Gasol way back in our very first episode. Yeah, two times. I would love Powell Gasol. Any one of those guys, Horford or Powell, just don't let it be like Lance Stevenson or Austin Rivers. Yeah, yeah, that that would be perfect. That would be perfect. And now, my dear, as you were saying. Oh yes.
Okay, so the uh, NBA draft, my favorite day of the year, happened the previous Thursday. I 100% missed it. I 100% love playing ball. It's alright. Honestly, unless it's a draft that has a lot of big prospects, it's usually a boring draft, and this was a boring draft. The only thing that made this draft exciting was the Oladipo trade. Um, but Toronto had the ninth pick, um, which I was very excited about. It's not, a, like I said, it's not a deep draft, but you're still able to probably get a role player or a possible all-star from, like, 5 to 15. I know, Pat Cunha did. Yeah, fucking hell, we'll talk about that. At 28. We'll talk about that. The Raptors drafted, I'm going to butcher his name, but I really don't give a shit, Jacob Potalil, Potalil from, uh, who gives a shit? Honestly, I... I I was a little liquored up when I was watching the draft, so I, I wasn't as angry as I should have been. But the next day, I, I really looked at his highlights and his stats, and I got some Hoffile Arujo flashbacks. I, I really, I, I yeah, I got some Hoffa Hoffa flashbacks. <laughs> we don't need a fucking big ass white seven foot center who can barely move. This isn't 1995. He would be he'd be he'd only be an average player then. You really think he's going to be, like, a great player for us now in 2016, the day of the three ball? He's fucked. We don't, we don't need this kind of a player. But getting, drafting him tells me that Bismack isn't coming back. Yeah. And he kind of knew that, too. And, uh, and that also confirms that DeMar is coming back because we didn't even draft any guards. We drafted two big guys. So I think that's the confidence that DeMar is coming back or else we would have drafted some little shooting guard and, as insurance or something. So it tells me Bismack is leaving, and DeMar will probably be back. But uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not loving this pick. If you're a playoff team, swing for the fucking fences. Don't go and draft the safe center. Draft Thon fucking Maker. He was one pick after. That's why I think it's Hoffa flashbacks. Hoffa was drafted 8th in 2004 or five. Fucking Andre Iguodala was drafted one pick after. He's a champion, a finals MVP. Hoffa was out of the league in three years. <laughs> that draft, yeah, Terrence Ross and Andre Drummond. Although Hoffa has a history of picking one before good players. Yeah, don't if you're gonna go for the uh, if you're a playoff team, swing for the fences. Take the guy with potential. Take Thon. Take Scal. They at least have potential. I don't like this safe pick. He's not. He's not gonna do shit for us. He's gonna be probably like Hoffa out of the league in three years. So we wasted another draft pick this year. Congrats, yep. Toronto. Um, and your Spurs got... That's the point guard of the future, man. You got your Tony replacement. We 100% do. Um, 
some like rep- not reporters, but like you know articles and stuff. Yeah. That's good, man. That's long. He, he's athletic. Not a great shooter like all the young guys who come in, but he can. He's a good passer and he can be a good defender too. So yeah. As he gets older, he will. I think because the three point line is going to be a little bit bigger and longer, it's gonna. He's not going to shoot as well. Yeah, we'll play three. We'll play out. We just gonna have great players around him, like fantastic players around him. Yeah, no, I think in three, four years, he he'll be ready to start and be your your guy. If he takes the Kawhi role, like slowly but surely build. Yeah, he'll be good. How how the fuck do your Spurs do this every year? Like every year. There's one guy in the draft who's like, oh, has some knee problems, or his dad's a shady guy, so he drops five spots or ten spots and just lands in your fucking laps. Every year. You fucking Spurs, every fucking year. All I know is we got a solid team, and we got beat by probably one of the best teams in the NBA. Oklahoma City? I'm going to call it right now, so it's on record before it happens. I think Oklahoma City's winning the title next year. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. Until Kevin Durant chooses his team, you know the NBA free agent doesn't really start. Kevin Durant isn't leaving. They just got Oladipo to pair with him and Westbrook. He probably is the best team in the NBA. He's not leaving. Let's see. Let's see. We'll see, but I'm guaranteeing you it's bullshit. All right, man. We'll we'll. We'll do some. Uh, we'll do some more Big Brother probably in the in the coming weeks. Give you more recaps. And uh, look it up. Follow on SoundCloud. Listen on iTunes. And do the damn thing. Oh, a Kanye album. Cool winter. Cool, cruel winter. Ah. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll obviously listen to it, but yeah. Life of Pablo, Life of Pablo was okay. Yo, so. Pablo was, I hate people that shit on Life of Pablo. I'm not shitting on it. I just said it's okay. I'm a harsh critic. You know I'm a harsh critic. No, I'm a name tracks right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm a name tracks. Father searched my app part one. Yes, good song. Yay or nay? Yes, yay or nay? Yay. Part two. Yay. Okay, ultra light beam. Nay. Yay when I first heard it, I'm starting to overplay it now, so it's yay going into a name. It's still yay, yay. it's still yay for me. Okay. Um, see, that's, that's already better than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, the albums have gone down, so. It was 30 hours, I like 30 hours. Uh, Real Friends isn't bad. FML's good, I think that's one of my favorites on the album. Alright, alright, Waves. I like Waves. Real friends, yeah, I said that one. Wolves. I like the original Wolves where they had Sia in it. I thought if they kept Sia in that song, it would have been better. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah. No parties in LA. It's growing on me, so that's turning into a yay. I didn't like it when I first heard it. It's growing into me. It's growing on me. Eh! It doesn't even get a yay or nay. Just an eh. No, this is a skit. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> okay, so yeah, 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 it's part of the 
Nay. Okay. I mean, if, I, if it comes up on my iTunes, I'm skipping it, so nay. Okay, feedback. Nay. Low lights. Nay. Highlights. Nay. Okay. Fade. Yeah, I like fade. Yeah. It was okay. It was an okay album. I'm just a harsh-ass critic of Kanye. He's my favorite. He's my favorite producer, so I, I'm a harsh critic of his music. I'm not, I don't even want Tomograph 16. That's a motherfucking ugly-ass name. Who? That's the title of the next album. It's called what? Tomograph 16. This man has the strangest names for albums. Yeah, but I'll, I'll check out I'll ch how many songs are out for Pro Winter. One. Just okay. one. Oh, you see, okay, you show me that. If that's the only, I'll wait for some more to come out before I check it out. But I'm, I'm a huge Kanye fan, so I'll probably check it. But I don't know. I, I blame Kim. I blame Kim. As always, man, thank you very much, brother. All right, man, have a good one, man.